Social Zoom Factor, episode 86. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics, which is how do you embrace imperfect perfection and why do you need to embrace imperfect perfection? Let's get started. One of the greatest challenges that we see brands of all sizes, people who are building personal brands struggle with more than anything is this desire to be perfect. And I want you to think about this for a minute. Do you know anything or anybody that is perfect? Do you know any brand, any business, any human being, any pet, any dog, any cat, any item that is perfect? I think you're going to have a hard time finding many perfect things in your life or in your business or in other people's lives and other people's businesses. Because the fact is, we're all broken in some regard. We all have flaws. We have scratches. We have bruises. We all have different life experiences that makes us what we are. And it's those rough edges. It's those imperfections that help us be unique, that help us connect as human beings and individuals. And this is one of the greatest challenges that both brands and human beings face when jumping online. It's when they want to become more social, when they want to build their online and digital brand, they spend time, you know, the looky-loo syndrome where they're looking over the fence at their competitors, at their friends, at their neighbors digitally. And of course, everybody that's online is trying to present their best self. And so that's why I talk so much about authenticity versus transparency and the fact that we need to be who we are and understanding the difference between authenticity and transparency. Because there is a huge difference between being authentic and being the real you versus transparency. Because transparency is really just how much do you share, okay, versus authenticity, which is making sure you're sharing the real you. So if you want more information on that topic, I encourage you just to check out episode 16 on social media authenticity versus transparency, and it will really help you wrap your arms around that. Today, what I really want to talk about is embracing imperfect perfection as we move into 2015. And how can you really push your business forward to achieve your goals, to achieve the things you want to accomplish 
accomplish in both life and business and live and Zoom the life that you've always dreamed of. And these are some of the topics we're going to be talking about as we kick off 2015. In yesterday's episode, which was episode 85, I spoke specifically about 10 tips to help you leave the doggy paddle in the dust. So I encourage you to check that out. It's a combo of tactical things plus some mindset shifts that you really are going to need to make as you move into 2015 because the competition is going to start to get more tough out there in regard to digital marketing because more businesses are hopping online. More businesses are learning how to leverage social technology. So if the past few years, you've been able to differentiate yourself and your brand and your business because you know how to leverage social, you had a blog, you had specific content out there serving your audience, you were utilizing Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be. Now it's getting even more crowded out there. And so you are going to have to both slow down to speed up as well as go faster, but make sure you're working on the right things. You can't be holding on to perfection or you are never going to be able to move forward. You're going to wind up stuck with your feet planted kind of in some quicksand that's just sucking you in. So today we're going to talk about why you need to embrace imperfect perfection. And we're also going to talk about, is it ever possible for your brand to be perfect online? Because my belief is that it's not. Because your business, social businesses, social brands, any business is made up of human beings. And human beings are not perfect. And because human beings are not perfect, your business will never be perfect. No matter how much you plan, no matter how much you strategize and try to make it perfect, it's almost a wasted effort. As I always say, sometimes really, really good is good enough. So why is it that we expect brands to be perfect? I think sometimes we put as much pressure on other businesses as we put on ourselves because we may have these brands and these people and these businesses that we love. And in our mind, we want them to be perfect. And I believe we need to take that out of our mind as we look at others, as we look at other their brands and also as we look at ourselves. And one of the best analogies I can think about is baking because although I love baking, we just got out of the holiday season and we celebrated Christmas at our house. I love making cookies and desserts and those types of things. But you know what? I am really not very good at it. So I would love to be able to bake a perfect cake that you know has that perfect little mound that everybody looks at and says, wow, Pam, you're an an excellent baker. But guess what? That's never going to happen. Because my cake is not perfect, does that mean that my family, my kids who are 10 and 14, two boys, don't enjoy a double chocolate cake with icing or that my husband doesn't love his favorite German chocolate cake that I make? Of course not. They still devour it. So I think that yummy food is a great analogy to think about. Our food doesn't need to be perfect. Our friends don't need to be perfect. We still love hanging out with them. We can still like things and believe in things and believe in people without having to be perfect. The next thing is that social media is about relationships. It is about tools and technology and apps and all of that fun, geeky, 
stuff that we all love. Yes, it's about the shiny objects. However, at the core of social media and social business is both art and science. And we must figure out how to balance and leverage the art and the science for real results. Because to ignore this human element, this imperfect element, this ability to connect as real people, real human beings, is ignoring the foundation for why social media exists. So to me, it's like putting a square peg in a round hole and saying, I want to take this imperfect thing, this living, breathing, dynamic organism of a human, and I want to make it perfect, okay? I want to take it out into the digital world where anything can happen on a by-second basis, and yet I want perfection. Those two things just simply don't go together. So as you move into 2015 or whenever you're listening to this podcast, if you want your business to hit turbo, in 2015, you need to embrace the human factor of your business, all right? So let's talk about what do we mean by relationships and why is it so important that those relationships are human? Because yes, you can tweet, you can Facebook, you can pin as a logo, you can post to Instagram, you can even put on LinkedIn as a logo. I've seen some people do that and I think that is very wrong, by the way. You can post to all these social networks behind a logo. You could hide the human element of your brand as much as you want to. However, at some point, you are going to need to humanize your brand in a way that enables real relationships to be built with real people. Okay, people that your target audiences, that your partners, that your stakeholders, that your online friends can see, hear, touch, smell, talk to, laugh with, cry with, hang out with, and see that they are imperfect. And they need to be able to do that on a consistent basis. They need to know that there's somebody behind that logo. Good example, Bright House provides our internet service. And I'm actually working from our downtown Orlando office and studio today. And I was actually having some issues with the speed of our internet. And we pay a good amount of money on a monthly basis to have high-speed business internet access, okay? And today, it was not high-speed. I am able to send a tweet to the Bright House help Twitter handle. And within just a few minutes, I get a tweet back and they sign it with a person's name or initials. I forget which one it was. And I'm basically begging for help because here I am working in the downtown Orlando office today. I have other people who are editing some of these podcasts, but I'm recording a group of podcasts that we are going to then put into production for the next couple weeks. I need to have my internet working so I can upload these files to the people that they need to get to so that they can do the production work on the podcast. I don't have time to mess with getting my internet to work today. I have other things I need to do. I have client meetings and the list goes on. So when I contact Bright House, I want more than a logo. I'm happy that they have a logo. I'm happy that their logo talks to me. But what's important to me today? What's important to me is that as quickly as possible, they are able to humanize that brand and humanize that experience. And that is exactly 
exactly what Bright House did today. Immediately, they replied and said, can we take this to, to offline conversation, to Twitter direct message, which if you don't know Twitter, that's basically a private message on Twitter. And I said, absolutely. Sent them my contact information, my account information. And within 45 minutes, because I had to go out and grab some lunch, uh, Bright House was calling my cell phone. And we now have a meeting set up on Thursday when we're going to be back down here in the office for them to come check out what's going on. And they were able to get it a little bit faster today. It looks like there are some issues that they are on top of. So I leverage this story as an example, because things happen. It doesn't mean that I don't still love the Bright House brand. I love Bright House. Why do I love Bright House? I love Bright House because they have taken care of me. When there is an issue, they own the issue. Much different than some of the other companies that compete with them uh, have done in the past. So when I was on the phone today, they owned it. We did the speed test through their own technologies, found that it was slow. They didn't try to blame it on anybody else. They didn't try Try to blame it on my brand new MacBook Air or anything down here in our Orlando office. They owned the issue. They apologized for the issue and they're going to get out here and fix it. The thing is, people can be very understanding of imperfection and even mistakes as long as there is a human that can acknowledge that mistake, say sorry, and together as partners, we can fix it. As you are jumping online and you are engaging with your audiences, make sure that you acknowledge when you have imperfections and that you acknowledge when you make mistakes. And don't be afraid to even admit those publicly. Say, I'm sorry, can we take this offline, right? Because it's about relationships. I have a relationship with Bright House. I have a relationship with the brand and I have a relationship with the people within the brand because they take care of me. I know the district manager. I know some of the managers that work in the field that come out and you know, fix our situation anytime we have issues. So I think that they're a great example of what many brands should strive to be like. And I'm using this one just because it's recent, but there are a ton more out there. I've also put quite a few case studies out there. I did a few episodes, podcast episodes on my recent travels to Greece. And there's a case study on Delta Airlines, as well as a not so good situation that happened with one of the hotels that I stayed at in Greece. But as you are thinking thinking about this and you're going into 2015 and maybe you're considering becoming more vulnerable, make sure that one of your top goals is to establish trust and credibility. Because if your customers, your audience can trust your word as true, that is going to take you so far in building and establishing real relationships. They need to know that you are the real deal and that when you say something, it is of truth and that you are going to follow through with what you say you are going to do. Because a really important factor of social that many new brands to digital and social marketing overlook is that it actually presents you opportunities for you to prove how well you service your customers. Because even through a bad scenario happening, you can shine and you can show that you know how to service your customers and respond when there are actual issues. 
there are numerous brands that I am loyal to primarily because of the way that they are transparent and that the way that they service me online. HostGator is another great example of this. And they are a, a brand who has been servicing us for the past few years. We keep all of our, most of our websites hosted with them. They are one tweet away for me to be able to get support from them for myself or for my clients. And they have earned my loyalty over and over again. So the moral of of this podcast today is basically you're going to make mistakes, but you can leverage how you handle that mistake via social to help you shine. You can actually use it to your advantage in a very authentic yet transparent way. And so I really encourage you, if you're one of those people or brands who has been freaking out about leveraging the power of social and digital marketing because of the risk of being transparent with issues, I want you to get a grip and realize it's already transparent just because you are not talking online or servicing your customers online, if you have problems with your service, with your product, with your business, I can guarantee you somebody and probably multiple people, if not tens of hundreds of thousands of people are talking about it online. So you might as well just become part of that conversation. For more on this topic, I encourage you to check out episode 20, which is about the social trust factor and it provides you some specific tips on how you can ignite business results with authority and trust. Okay, now I want to talk a little bit about the innards of your business, okay? Are you investing in your greatest social business assets, okay? You are only going to get out of social media what you put into it. And this doesn't just go for the external because when people think about social media and people new to social business, they just think about social as being Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And anytime I do a keynote presentation or I'm training or seminars, workshops, I'll say, what is the first word that comes to your mind? when I say the word social media. And 90% of the people will say Facebook or Twitter or a blog, okay? It's usually Facebook. So you need to think about social business. It's so much more than just Facebook or LinkedIn. And I have some blog posts and courses we teach all the time about the difference between social media and social business. They are not one and the same. So you need to invest in the internal walls of your business for success. Let your people be people. Let your leaders have a voice. Empower them to shine. Empower them to make a mistake. Empower them to be imperfect. Because if you only have a goal of empowering them to be perfect, you are going to fail. Let me just tell you that right now. It's not possible. They are human and they are imperfect. And if you are expecting your social community managers as an example to be perfect, you are putting way too much pressure on them. If they are communicating with other human beings on a regular basis, there is no way that that scenario is ever going to turn out perfect. 
your brand is going to shine from the inside out regardless if you plan to let it do so or not. So take the time to do things like implementing a social media policy that will reflect the human nature of your business. Don't just throw social media tools to a community manager who doesn't understand your business, your market, your competition. Why are you doing what you're doing? And expect them to have good results. It's like throwing them to the crazy tweeting social wolves and is a recipe for disaster for you and your brand. All right. But I want you to make sure that you are investing in your employees. And we have done quite a bit of work in this space. And we do a lot of work with some of our clients and helping them build out employee advocacy programs. And we help them with training programs. So if you need help in this area, feel free to reach out to us. And we can put together a custom program for you that includes strategy and planning and execution and training and helping you select the right tools for empowerment and the list goes on. Just go to themarketingnutswithaz.com. And I also have quite a few resources for you on this. Uh, We've done quite a few podcasts. Episode 68 uh, talks about why employees are your best brand advocates. And I give you 10 reasons. And then we also have a webinar that we did with one of our partners, Everyone's Social. So I encourage you just to go to socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. And that will give you access immediately to the webcast that we did talking specifically about employee advocacy. So as we close off, I just want to remind you that becoming a successful social business doesn't happen on a Facebook page. Man, do we all wish it was that easy. It doesn't happen from a million retweets or your podcast or video going viral. As much as you may want to think that your success is going to be fueled by this next new shiny object or the next big thing or idea you come up with, the truth is that it's not going to happen that way. It is going to take time, commitment, and it's not going to happen overnight. So you need to be patient. You need to be patient as you are making mistakes, as you are finding the imperfections in your business and your community. And chances are that as you're starting this journey, or even maybe if you're halfway through, that you may find yourself falling down more than you are standing up. And that's okay. But as you train your team, as you implement the right processes, as you connect with your audience as a human being, they are going to help you stand up. Together, your community is going to help you stand stronger. And it is the relationships that are going to keep you going. The relationships that start with human beings that are already within the walls of your business. So it's your employees. Because success as a social business starts from the inside out. It starts with who you are, what you are, what you do, what you say. And it depends on what you believe and if you do what you say you will do. It's what I talked about earlier with the bright house scenario. I know for a fact they follow through when I have an issue. They follow through with doing the best that they can to solve that issue. So invest in the right things for your business. Invest in the people, in the process, in the infrastructure, in the technology, and the training that is going to enable you to be successful from the inside out. 
And yes, you need policies to protect your brand. You need customer service, procedures, escalation path, communication frameworks. You need these things to enable your audiences to be serviced the best that you can. And so you can tap into the power of the social media channels. It is going to take you months and years, not hours and days, to truly integrate social media into the DNA of your business. And it will be forever changing because the only guarantee that we have when it comes to social business is change because your business is made up of people and people change on a consistent basis. And that is good, my friends. So it's time that you get a little comfortable being uncomfortable and accept and embrace the fact that you have a business made up of humans and that you are going to be just fine not being perfect because trust me avoiding it is not going to get you anywhere perfection is the enemy of good make imperfection your best friend in 2015 i know that your time is so valuable and i thank you so much for spending this 20 plus minutes with me today on this podcast i hope that it proved useful for you and i will provide a load of resources on the show notes page for this episode just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 86. And it will include all of the resources that I mentioned, all of the episodes that are applicable to the topics that we talked about today, and quite a few that I didn't even mention here on the podcast today. So I encourage you to check that out, socialzoomfactor.com slash 86. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing year. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.